This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. of the human race. Jesus is the answer. There's no other name. No other name. But religious rituals don't save people. They just don't. Philosophy, the teachings of Jesus, wonderful, beautiful, obviously truth, but it's not the teachings that save people. It's relationship with the risen Savior. He saves people. Nothing and no one on earth can save people. No good deed or attempt at living well can ultimately compare to the perfect love and goodness of God. Pastor Robert reminds us today that the only way is through Jesus. He died in our place, taking every sin with him to the grave so that we could be with him in heaven forever. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. You're not going to believe what happened. Well, tell me. He said, well, some of us went out to dinner and I get this phone call from my wife because somebody drove past our house and like, there's a drive-by shooting. They shot into the house. No way. Yeah. He said, I can't figure it out. They're digging, the cops were there, you know, digging a bullet out of my sofa. And, you know, we talked about that a little bit. And he said, but listen, I... I went to my neighbors to talk to them because there's some teenagers and I'm, you know, maybe, maybe what happened is some teenagers gang stuff and, and they just got the wrong house. And so I went across the street and I'm talking to my neighbor and we had invited her to our home Bible study, he said, and, and they hadn't come. But she, she told me, you know, I, 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 we went to a Bible study the other night and he said, Pastor Robert, as we're talking, I realized that she didn't know the Lord. And so I asked her, have you accepted Jesus? And she said, well, no. And I said, well, do you want to? And she said, yeah, that'd be great. And so I walked her across the street, and my wife and I led her to the Lord. And he was just beside himself with excitement. He couldn't believe the Lord would use him and his wife to lead their neighbor to Jesus. Guys, he'll use you to do anything. Do you think that Peter, when he woke up that day, thought to himself, oh, man, God's going to use me to do this incredible miracle and thousands of people are going to come to the Lord today. No, no. He thought, let me get John, go with me to pray. Chances are that was it. That's all he was thinking about. That's as far as his plan went. Do you understand? But he was available. He was willing. He was just walking in humility before the Lord, wanting to be used for anything God would use him to do. And so God surprised him. I'm still surprised that there is a Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. I did not set out to start a church in South Beach. 
never crossed my mind, never thought about it until Bob Coy said to me, start the church, you're there. I'm begging him, somebody's got to do something. And he did the right thing, you know. Anytime, listen, anytime somebody comes to me and says, you know, the church really needs to be doing this, I learned from Bob. My response, okay, you're the church, do it. We need to believe God to do stuff through us. The miraculous, even. That's what happened here. This man was healed, and now all of a sudden, Peter finds himself in the midst of 70 to 80 of the religious rulers of his day being challenged. By what authority? What power? Who who did this? Whose, Whose power did this? And Peter said, well, let me tell you. Jesus, the one you killed, the one you builders rejected, God raised him from the dead, and he did this. Now, we're not going to look at it this week, but that completely freaked them out. They didn't know what to do with that. And it's just they're in a total quandary now about how to handle it. But Luke wants us to understand, thousands of people came to know Christ that day. There's even some suggestion by historians that possibly Caiaphas later became a Christian. Wouldn't surprise me a bit. Peter preached him a good sermon. And this time, rather than coming with, you know, timidity and fear and acting on fear rather than on faith, Peter, because he's filled with the Holy Spirit, simply lays it out there. He reminds them. Jesus had confronted them with that same statement earlier. Matthew 21 tells us that Jesus was in the temple complex and in response to their questioning him, said to them, remember Psalm 118 says that the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Well, now Peter personalizes it. You're the builders. He's the chief cornerstone. You rejected him, but he is who he is. He's your Messiah, whether you like it or not. And he has done this here today. You killed him, but God raised him from the dead. You know, one of the things that we're challenged by, and particularly being a church in in a city, you know, we're not in a suburb, we're downtown Miami Beach. And there's, there's constant opportunity to be a part of good stuff. And the, the temptation often is to be sidetracked by the good opportunities that come our way. Now, I started serving as a chaplain because we believe God wants us as a church to serve the city and be a part of what he's doing in the community. But the main thing that he has given us to do is what Peter did, to preach the risen Christ, to talk to people about the one God raised from the dead, living Savior. J. Vernon McGee, in his commentary on this passage, said something that I I almost laughed when I read it, and and just, man, it sums it up better than anything I've ever heard. He said, you know, we're not called to clean up the fish pond. Jesus has called us apart to fish in the fish pond. And there's a difference. He's the one who cleans. I love that. You know, problems develop in churches that become focused on the cleaning process whether within or without. If you get preoccupied with the dirt, it just, it just creates confusion. It creates gossip. It creates all kinds of stuff, all, all kinds of 
foolishness. We're not called to the cleaning process. We're called to fish. Just be out there talking to people about the risen Lord and, and the faith that we have and this thing, what he's done in our lives. And You don't have to have all the answers. You just need to know Jesus and tell other people that they need to know Jesus. Talk to people about his willingness to die in their place because of their imperfection, our, the brokenness of the human race. Jesus is the answer. There's no other name. No other name. But religious rituals don't save people. They just don't. Philosophy, the teachings of Jesus, oh, wonderful, beautiful. Obviously, truth, but it's not the teachings that save people. It's relationship with the risen Savior. He saves people. And we need to be talking about that in our world. And see, the effect of that, as we're talking about that in our world, the effect of it, well, all I can say is I'm a whole lot cleaner than I was 25, 30 years ago. And most of you can say the same thing. Man, I'm, I'm a lot cleaner inside and out than, than I was when I met the Lord. As he cleans us, our environment is affected, right? But if we just focus on the cleaning process, nothing changes. Maybe some temporary change. Guys, we have such an opportunity here in South Beach. There's such a need. But the need is to keep the main thing the main thing, to be focused on the resurrection of Jesus Christ and just proclaiming that to people around us. I think Peter was absolutely amazed. You know, I was reading this, and it dawned on me. Peter's standing there. He's proclaiming truth in the temple compound, and he gets arrested. I don't think he even knew that people had believed his message and put their faith in Christ until after the fact. They took him to jail. They took him away. And then I think he found out later that thousands of people had come to faith in the Lord Jesus because of what he'd said. One of the key people in my life in terms of witnesses to me for the Lord Jesus, the guy has no idea I'm a Christian today. I don't know how to track him down. He has no idea the effect that he had on my life. And that may be true for some of you. Be willing to be used and he'll do the miraculous. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you are listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.